Welcome to the Salon Owners Collective Podcast. Each week on the podcast, you'll hear stories and tactics from experts and influencers who will provide you with actionable steps to transform your business and your life. I'm your host, Larissa McClemon, and I help salon owners move from stress and overwhelm to lead a life of freedom and profit by implementing a strategic framework to grow and scale their business. So wherever you are in the world, I want to officially invite you to join me in this episode and make an important step in your journey towards more freedom and more profit. Welcome to the Salon Owners Collective Podcast. Super pleased to be with you today. I want to talk about this really important topic, and that is how to rid your salon of toxic team members. Especially as we enter a new year, uh, we have this opportunity to turn the page, start a new chapter, write our own endings. And sometimes we need to face up to some of the challenges that we have that are stopping us from our growth uh, and being the best that we possibly can. So I really want to talk about this this problem because uh, as I started to look back at what some of the most popular episodes were or uh, podcast episodes that I got the most feedback from and some of the questions that I get asked most often throughout 2020, this one came up a lot. Um, Challenging team members that are keeping us awake, team members that are ultimately destroying the salon culture and eroding trust within the team relationships. And actually, if we're not careful, it also affects our client retention and even team retention. And of course, as I mentioned, the beauty sleep, our beauty sleep. Sleep is so important when we have such an important job to do. Uh, When we lie awake at night worrying about these toxic team members inside of our business, Uh, it's detrimental to all of our business success. So I felt it was a really important topic to bring up and talk about and help you recognize that, recognize the behavior of toxic team members inside of your business, because I do think it is a deep issue within our industry. And it's an issue mostly because one, we don't recognize it. And two, we don't quite know what to do about it. It's one of those uh, hard conversations that we had to have to have with ourselves to face up and deal with those challenging people because I know you know even on a good day it's hard to find great people to come and work with us um, let alone face up to the fact of potentially losing another team member so let's do first things first let's talk about well what is a toxic team member how do I recognize that I have one Uh, I ultimately believe that you probably instinctively, your gut instinct level, probably know exactly who I'm talking about. Like if you think about who you're thinking about and who you're visualizing right this moment when you're talking, when you're listening to me, uh, I reckon you already know who it is, what her name is and what she looks like. So, uh, but let's dive in and talk about toxic team members because on extreme cases of course we have things like theft lying uh, harassment and all of those really obvious big statement uh, extreme cases of toxic team members but I also think that there are softer cases more subtle cases and I want to talk about what they are so you can recognize them and then give you a couple of tips that you can choose what am I now that I know I have a toxic team member what the heck am I going to do about it because I really want you to start this new, fresh year with 
every opportunity and possibility in front of you. 2020 was such a crazy, unpredictable, unprecedented year. It really is our time to level up and make 2021 uh, our best year yet. And I think in order to do that, we need to clear clear the way. We need to remove the roadblocks. And I definitely know for some of you listening, this is exactly what uh, this is. This is exactly what it is. So let's dive in. Let's recognize uh, toxic team behavior. So the first one is the backroom chatter. Do you know the person that sits out the back and is always on their phone out the back talking to whoever's coming and going from the back and they're never happy and they're always talking about things that are negative or from a negative point of view. Everything is not good. Everything is not happy. Nothing is the way it should be. And it's never their fault, right? This is negative Nancy out the back. Uh, also, I believe that there is such a personality of the backseat leader. I had a backseat leader in my team, and that often is a confident person who has lots of opinions, may or may not be presenting in a negative way, but has her own spin on things, likes things the way that she likes them, and has a really strong opinion about the way things that are done around here. And if you have a backseat leader, you're constantly fighting about this backroom leader, this unintended leader. You didn't... Uh, nominate this person to be the leader necessarily, but they have so much weight and opinion about what goes on inside of your business. The rest of your team listens. Sometimes in extreme cases, your team listen to the backseat leader more often than they listen to you. So um, what about the team member that doesn't want to comply with salon culture or the way that you do things, or even the services or the products that you sell? Uh, this is definitely a toxic team member because if they complain outwardly or just plain flat review, uh, refuse to do the things the way that you do them, then you definitely have a toxic team member inside of your business. Um, all right, somebody that doesn't perform to standard, who's performing below average. Now, it could be your business average. They're performing below that. They're bringing the team average down. Uh, maybe it's industry average. Um, but if you've got someone who is clearly performing below average, kind of knows it and either doesn't care or talks confidently about, talks themselves up, but then actually is not delivering the good. This definitely can turn into toxic behavior if it's not caught early and something done about it. Now, uh, it's often not the low performance, the, not the person with the low performance. It can, a toxic team member can be a great performer, someone who has good technical skills and maybe is bringing in lots of money into the business. This is really challenging for you as a business owner because uh, it makes it a little bit harder to consider getting rid of somebody because of their financial output. Um, so be mindful of that. It can be the low-performing low team member that is toxic, but it also can be the high-performance person, which makes uh, adds another uh, level of complexity to it. What about bullying behavior? Bullying behavior. Now, bullies can bully silently when you are not watching. So quietly bullying other team members or even bullying clients in worst cases. Um, toxic behavior also can be overconfident people talking about themselves all the time. <laughs> now, sometimes I believe these people actually lack confidence ultimately. And this is why they have this need to talk themselves up all the time. Um, but this behavior is not ideal within the business. They're talking about themselves all the time. No one gets an opportunity to talk about uh, 
talk about themselves, whether it's team or clients, this is not ideal behavior. Uh, and it can often overflow into negative engagements with the client. All right, last two, the party goer, the one that's always out late at night, drinking, coming to work, hungover, uh, late, constantly late. And because now they're hungover, they're a little bit far too chilled and relaxed and actually exhausted to do the work properly. The worst toxic team member of all, I believe, is the toxic salon manager. And if you've got a toxic salon manager, it is really hard to steer the ship of your business. So let's talk about this, the high cost of having these team members in our business. Um, because I believe that there are detrimental effects on the surrounding team members that actually have to put up with these people, let alone you, of course. Um, because I think if you've got the backseat leader uh, or negative Nancy out the back, they are, they are likely to be broody and brooding together and reining in the rest of your team into their little broody, nap bite, uh, negative Nancy stories. And the detrimental effect or the cost that you have is that that negative Nancy tone can start to spread all around your whole team. And before you know it, you have a whole team of negative Nancys listening to the backseat leader, not paying attention to how you want the business. And before you know it, you feel like you have lost control of your business, that you're held hostage to your own business. So this is definitely a massive cost to your happiness, to your beauty sleep, because it keeps you up at night, but also in your um, attempt to grow the business and build a brand, and now they are destroying and slowly eroding that. The cost of the business when you have some to the business when you have somebody who doesn't comply to the salon cultures or the services or even the products that you have inside of the business is it slowly erodes the salon brand experience. Now, consistency builds a brand. In order for you to build a real brand that is standalone and stands for itself, you need to have a consistent experience. Doesn't matter which client comes to which stylist or therapist or from one visit to the next, that there is consistency in the way that they are treated and the services done and even the, the technical skills are performed. And when you have team members that don't want to comply or choose not to comply or choose to do it their own way, or I've done it like this always and so I do it my way, it actually erodes at your whole brand experience. Uh, and if you are trying to build a business that doesn't revolve around you and people coming and wanting to come to you as the business owner uh, to have their services done, then you cannot afford to do this. You must rely on building your brand experience so clients come to the brand, not to individual team members and especially not to you. What happens is as uh, you have team members who don't want to comply to the culture or to the services or even sell the products that you have is that slowly others will follow suit. And before you know it, you've lost your whole brand experience. Let's talk about the bully. Um, being bullied or feeling bullied by uh, team members or managers is one of the number one reasons, reasons that employees leave a business because they feel bullied or not heard or not seen inside of a business. And I think that is a massive cost 
uh, to the business when you have high turnover. And if you have high turnover from the lovely people who are being bullied and uh, are being undermined by the bullies, you will be left with a business full of bully personalities. And when you're left with this toxic person and all the other lovely people leave, this is when you start to have major problems. This is a major cost to your business. Hey, hey, it's me here, Larissa here, just popping in to talk to you about something interesting. Don't worry though, we'll get back to the episode in just a sec. But for now, I want to ask, do you feel like 2020 has been a super rocky road, like lots of unexpected potholes in the journey of salon business? Well, maybe you felt deflated, overwhelmed, and that the stress is starting to seep into every aspect of your life. Well, I want to give you a fresh start in 2021, a chance to rewrite your own ending, take matters into your own hands and actually be the one who decides to go for it and take a leap and make a change in your life and your business. Now, if this sounds like you, let's chat. I'd love to help you level up your business in 2021 and bring a new chapter, a chapter of success. So if you want to find out more, then just DM me, PM me, let's chat. And you can tell me a little bit about your salon, your team, your goals. Let's see if we are a good fit to work together. Let's make a plan for you. All right, let's get back to the episode. Now, let's just quickly talk about the cost on the client experience. When they have to put up with negative talking team members, um, team members that talk about themselves all of the time. It's not an easy, enjoyable experience. There's no real connection between the stylist or therapist and the client. Um, Clients don't get what they want or what they ask for. They doesn't get what they're booked in for um, or they get told worse. They get told what they're going to have. Um, And all of this ultimately uh, ends in low client retention. It's definitely a key performance indicator you need to keep an eye on for your team members. If they have low retention of their clients, then this is definitely something that needs investigation. Now, what old good old party time person, uh, party time guy who's always out late at night and not coming home, uh, not coming, listen to me, not coming home. Uh, it's not up to us what time they come home. It is up to us at how well and how ready and prepared they are at work. I was talking to one of the salons that I worked with recently who has just had a resignation from their party going team member. And they are so thrilled uh, with the outcome because they really hadn't really tuned it. Well, they knew ultimately at their gut that it was such a problem, but he is such a nice guy, really nice, uh, kind and caring. And when he's on, he's on. The problem is he's not on all of the time. Half of the time, he's slow and sloppy, rude and obnoxious. And the other half of the time, he's lovely and kind and caring. Um, But this is a constant cost, not only to the client experience with inconsistency, but also for the team. When the team has to pick up the slack over somebody who is um, party poor, then uh, there's a huge cost all around. And I think the biggest cost uh, ultimately is the toxic Uh, the toxic manager. I recently, uh, well, I work with a salon owner who recently had her manager finally decide to leave. Now, when these, both of these experiences actually were, they decided to leave because of the pressure that owners had decided not to put up with this anymore. And when you lay the pressure on, ultimately somebody who doesn't want to comply may choose to leave, which is the better outcome than having to fire somebody. So what this owner had discovered when she had a toxic manager is that 
the problem with toxic managers is they tend to kiss up and crap down. So they will kiss up to you as the business owner. I've had I've had one experience of this inside. It wasn't a business owner, actually, where the team member was kissing up to me, saying all of the right things, uh, promising the world, saying yes, yes, yes to me, but then would go back to the team and would be rude, unkind, um, and in this particular case, quite the bully with the team. Yet the owner hadn't discovered that she was, she thought she had this great relationship with the manager they were on a roll doing great things but when she actually started to tune into the conversation that the team member was telling her she suddenly realized that um she was in a bubble of the her and the manager having great management conversations while while the manager was bullying and pushing the team away and it wasn't until the team sorry until the manager had left that she realized that she was reintegrated with the team she had it had been an us and them experience yet yet she is the heart of gold and she wants the best for everybody yet she was excluded from the team crew because she was now in the box of the mean manager does that make sense so uh Managers will kiss up and crap down. And so you really, really need to uh, be mindful of that. Let's talk about the real cost of replacing replacing toxic team, team members and the ultimate team turnover that happens on the back of toxic team members. Uh, well, there's the direct cost of uh, recruitment. There's time cost for you. Um, and there is a financial cost of setting up uh, advertising and putting the word out there. Um, when either the toxic person leaves or the knock-on effect of other people leaving because of the toxic team member. This is an expensive exercise, not only a financial financial uh, direct cost, but also uh, the time of not having anybody performing in that role is also a huge cost. You're down on turnover. Uh, you can't see the clients. You, you risk clients going elsewhere uh, because of the time it takes, the gap between when somebody leaves and it takes time it takes to find somebody, interview somebody, recruit somebody, induct somebody and get them up. So there's a massive loss of income uh, during that time. Um, of course, there is the real cost of non-returning clients. And I think this is a cost that we forget to calculate. So if you think about a toxic team member that is being bullish, doesn't have good uh, retention skills, what is the cost of a client uh, Let's say one client a week does not return to the business because of the experience or uh, that they've received on the basis of this toxic team member. So if you think one client a week, you're going to be four or five clients a month. So let's take five clients a month. The average client spend of these clients is $200. Um, and so if you've got somebody coming for a cut and a color or a facial and a product and they're spending $200 um, a time, you times that by six visits a year. That's six thousand dollars, right? Five clients who have six visits a year at two hundred dollars. That's six six thousand dollars, and that's just one month. So let's times that six thousand dollars now by twelve months. That's seventy two thousand dollars in a year for every client that you just for losing one client a week. That's really expensive, right? You cannot afford to have toxic team members inside of your business. Now let's also talk about the cost of redos when you've got um, toxic or low performing team members who are causing lots of redos. 
Um, well, first of all, you're paying twice on one service. The client comes, she pays $200, and then she comes back and she's not paying anything, but she's having a service all over again. So you're now having the cost of two services for the price of one, and you're paying your team member twice. You may also be paying commission twice because you might have already paid commission for the first visit, and now somebody else is doing the redo, and you're now paying them uh, to do the service, and you might be paying commission on that. So by the time you add all of those things together, it is, becomes a really expensive exercise to have toxic people inside of toxic or low performing people inside of your business. Let's talk about what we can do about it. I believe there are three things that you can do to minimize highly toxic or low performance team members. First thing, learn how not to hire them. That makes sense, right? Let's learn what they look like and how they behave and let's make sure we don't hire them again in the future. Number two, let's learn how to manage them. If we're going to end up with these people, maybe we already have those people inside of our business. Let's learn how to manage those people. Number three, simply let's send them on their way and invest our time, efforts and energy into great performing people. Because let's face it, Low-performing or toxic people chew up a lot of our time and energy. Wouldn't we much rather put our energy into great people? Do you know the saying, uh, uh, the squeaky wheel gets all the oil? Well, uh, what would happen if we gave all the oil to the non-squeaky people that were doing really, really great? Would we not grow exponentially? All right, let's just break those three things down. One, let's learn not how not to hire these people. I believe in hire slow fire fast. So what is the first thing that we should do to hire slow and fire fast? Do you know what it is? Let's check references. Like actually make the call and actually ask. Have you actually ever called the previous employer? Uh, and I think you should definitely do that. Some kind of reference check and listen very carefully. If you ask the right questions and listen very carefully to what they say or what they don't say in between the lines is super important. Do you know what the number one question you should ask? Would you employ this person again? Because that ultimately, they can be the nicest, kindest people, but would you employ them again? They can say, do you know what? They smash out the sales. They do all of the great clients. Would you hire them again? Absolutely not. <laughs> it's a really good indicator there, right? I also believe in hiring for more than just skills. More broadly, uh, personality type, are they kind, generous, giving? Do they want to give to your clients? Check into their background. What was their family life like? Uh, what's the current relationship like with their team, with their, their own family? Um, check on previous behavior. And um, can you lead them? Can you lead them? Are they coachable? So learn how not to hire. Discover the personality. Go back to, if you've got a toxic team member, go back to that hiring experience and look for clues right? Look for clues uh, that now that you could have, would have, should have tuned into then that would give you the indication that they were going to be a toxic uh, team member. Look back to plan forward, definitely. All right, let's talk about number two, learn how to manage them once you have one, right? I think the first thing to do is to really look at the root cause. Sometimes people just don't know any better. Maybe they grew up in an environment where they were in a toxic environment or a low-performing environment, uh, and they just haven't had the opportunity 
to know any different. Some team members I know we roll our eyes because we think, how could you not know this? Or how could you behave like this? But maybe it was condoned in the last business. Maybe that was the culture of the last business. So it's your opportunity to set the boundaries of this is how we do it here. This is what we do accept and this is what we don't accept in terms of behavior. Some great people are really happy when you show them a mirror of themselves and how they behave and how it affects other people and they will gladly take your help and they want to be better. Let's hope you've got one of those people inside of your business right now. Sometimes you come across someone who does not want to change. They do not want to accept that they are the fault or that they should behave any differently. Uh, they won't change and they can't change. And when you recognize that, uh, if you are not in a position to let them go, then we need to think about minimizing the impact of those people and protect the rest of your team. What can you do to protect the rest of your team and maybe isolate that person? Let, uh, don't let them be involved as, in as many things. Uh, like we had uh, a couple of, a couple. I've had a couple of these over my time, toxic people, and if they couldn't perform or they wouldn't do the things that we would do, then we wouldn't give them new clients until they changed behavior. And I think that's fair enough. If you can't do the way that we do things here, if you can't perform at the level that we need you to, if you can't stop talking about yourself or you can't stop the bullying behavior, we will not give you more clients. And so isolate them from your business, protect your client, protect your team. Uh, until you can let them go as soon as possible, which brings me on to number three, simply send them on their way. By allowing, the challenge here is by allowing them to stay inside of your business, you are condoning their behavior. And when you condone their behavior, so non-action is still an action. Ignoring behavior is still a behavior, is a behavior of your own. Um, by ignoring behavior, you are still sending a message to the rest of your team that this behavior is okay. Um, or I'm, I'm not strong enough to deal with this, so I'm not going to look at it, which means that everybody else can get away with that behavior too because you'll also ignore them, right? So ignoring someone is still choosing a response. So um, when you allow them to stay or you allow them to get away with that behavior, you are condoning that behavior. And the problem with condoning that behavior is that others will follow, will follow suit. Also, your respect and credibility plummets when you choose not to step up into something. People have an expectation of you as a leader. They expect you to lead. And often we don't lead because we're... Uh, fearful of what people will think they will judge our behavior or because it's hard and instead people actually expect us to step up and deal with it right this is our role as the salon ceo i also believe in a rule three times and you're out you've got three chances i will tell you what it is that i need i will follow you up and remind you what it is that i need you to do and by the third time if you can't do that you're out three times and you're out make sure you follow through get legal help before you start. If you sim simply, it's time to send them on their way, get legal help now before you start. Have a really clear step-by-step -step plan and then all you need to do is take the emotion out of it and just execute on the plan, right? All right, long story short, I really don't think that you need me to validate uh, what you are thinking and how you are feeling right now. Trust your gut instinct. If that person has to go, then they need to go. If that person you believe has the heart somewhere underneath it all to make the change and wants to change, then give it everything until they won't. 
right? Push them until they push back because when they push back, they'll either leave themselves or it'll be your opportunity to let them go. Also, learn how not to hire these people in the future, right? You know what to do. Maybe it will be hard, probably will be, but, you know, focus on how good you will feel afterwards. The one thing I can say for sure is that I am yet to meet a business owner. I'm yet to work with a business owner who has let go of their toxic or low-performing team member and they've felt worse afterwards. I have not met that person. They always tell me. Do you know what they tell me? I did not realize how much it was bringing my business down. I did not realize how much I was held hostage by this one person because she always was kind of nice. Toxic people can be nice also. You can also like these people. Um, I did not realize the impact it was making on my team. I cannot believe um, the change in the culture and thus the performance of my team. These are the comments directly from the salon owners that I work with who have let go of their toxic or low-performing team members. Too many, story, too many stories um, where somebody leaves and the business flourishes. So if you have a growing team and you want help in truly stepping up into your role as the salon CEO, then hey, reach out, let's chat. Tell me a little bit more about your salon and the situation that you're in because I work with salon owners who want to fully master their role as the salon CEO and grow a rock star team. Lead your team uh, to smash sales targets and for you, earn profits. I call it powerful profits and attract and retain dream clients, not just any clients, clients that actually like what you do, are happy to pay your prices and who come back for more. Uh, my parting thought, make 2021 your best year. It is time to level up. Reach out, let's have a chat. And otherwise, I look forward to tuning in with you again, same time, same place next week. Ciao for now. Thanks for joining me on another episode of the podcast. Tune in every week as I reveal the latest insights and advice on what it takes to truly master your inner salon CEO and master your salon success. Subscribe to the Salon Owners Collective podcast on iTunes or Spotify or visit us online at www.salonownerscollective.com. But make sure to join me in my Facebook group for answers to common questions and much, much more. Thanks for listening and I look forward to tuning in with you again next week.